Hello and welcome to Arcana Obscura. I'm Chris. And I'm Nathaniel. Welcome. And yeah, welcome. I don't know what I was going to go with. <laughs> I had something in my head that I decided you against go, it. You were going to say what I was saying. What's that? I don't know. That's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to read it all. Yeah. I was gonna, I'm taking out. I don't need you on this podcast anymore. It's only me. Except then you'll only have my parts. What? Yeah, there would only and not your but it proper would be, parts. Yeah, it would be funny though. <laughs> it would be funny to Nate researched all the parts I researched and wrote. Yeah. Um, due to a miscommunication on my part, uh, I started <laughs> writing everything that he was supposed to write. Which was great fun, and then I got here, and he's like, "Cool, so you got this part." I'm like, "No, I thought, I thought you had." It. He's like, "Did you even read the text?" I'm like, "Yeah." I looked back at the text. He's like, "Oh, oh, I read I it read wrong." Wrong. Okay, so anyway, we got the story. He's gonna have to do his part on the fly. Um, yes, on the fly. Yes, I have to remember everything. Yeah, you're gonna be very impressed. With my memorational skills. While looking at a phone. Memorization skills, yes. <laughs> yeah. While looking at the article in front of me. Yeah. Okay. On my so, phone. Today we're doing the disappearance of Terra Calico. And I actually wrote a tiny little bio. Because normally we don't. But she was born February 28th and went missing on September 20th, 1988 at the age of 19. As of now, she's been missing for over 32 years. In June of 1989, a Polaroid was found in a parking lot in Port Port yeah Port Port St. Joe, Florida. The Polaroid showed two kids, a girl and a boy, bound and gagged in the back of a van. Now she was kidnapped in New Mexico. Yes. So, the opposite side of the country, they found a photograph. In Florida, yeah. It, it's very strange. Do you want me? Is that your bio? Yeah. Just that's weird. Giving her age and stuff. Okay. How that's long fine. it's been? Getting a kind of brief synopsis of the whole thing. Yeah. Well, the disappearance. On Tuesday, September 20th, 1988, Calico left her home at about 9.30 a.m. to go on her daily bike rides along the New Mexico uh, State Road, 47. Uh, She rode that. If it just seems like I'm reading directly from... Something because I am. Yes. Normally I do uh, so, write things. He's out a reading bit directly better. from the Wikipedia. Right now. So, <laughs> Normally I write so things a little bit better. Cite the work. But I goofed, so I'm just gonna read, read it, it verbatim. She rode that route almost every morning and was sometimes accompanied by her mother, Patty Doyle. However, Doyle stopped writing with Cal- what? I think it's Doyle. Is it Doyle or not Doyle? Doyle would have a Y. I don't know. It would. It, you say that, but It'd it's English. It'd be D O Y L E. You say that, but you, I've seen some fucked up names. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Joelle uh, Dole stopped riding with Calico after she felt that she had been stalked by motorists. She advised her daughter to think about carrying mace, but Calico rejected the idea. On the morning of Calico's disappearance, she had told Dole to come get her if she was not home by noon. She had plans to play tennis with her boyfriend at 12.30. 
When her daughter did not return, Joel said, "What? Well, what?" Dole went searching for her along Calgo's usual bike routes, but could not find her. She then contacted the police. Pieces of Calico's Sony Walkman and cassette tapes were later discovered along the road. Dole believed that she might have been dropped. She might have dropped them in an attempt to mark her trail. Several people saw Calico riding her bicycle, which was never, which has never been found. No one witnessed her presumed abduction, although several witnesses observed a light-colored pickup truck, possibly a 1953 Ford, with a camper shell following closely behind her. That's that's the disappearance. That's that's basically when she disappeared. Um, they don't know exactly what happened there. They they don't even know if she was abducted at this point. She just. Is missing. Okay, so my part's long, so we'll take a break in my part. You take it? Okay. Okay, so. She went missing. And photographs turned up. So, on June 15th, 1989, a Polaroid photo was found in a parking lot in Port St. Joe, Florida. Polaroid was found by a woman who had said shortly before finding it, there had... uh, there had been a windowless white Toyota cargo van parked in the same parking spot where she found the photo. Great Foley worked for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now she kind of found, you know, like kind of like the first lead, the van. Mm-hmm. She was also able to give a brief description to the driver, which is very brief. She said he was a man with a mustache in his 30s. Now, I'm going to go off on a little tiny bit of a thing here because if we have younger listeners they might not even know what the hell a polaroid is these days i i think a lot of people know what a polaroid is i don't don't think i'm just gonna cover it just in case okay and the reason why polaroids could be bad could be bad for what could be used for bad things oh so i was gonna say what they were okay so a polaroid which isn't very common you can still get them but they're slightly different they're, usually they have smaller pictures with like frames yeah, on them. They still shit. people do still buy Polaroids and still yeah. use them if it's more of like a novelty thing though. But like you know, it's not common nowadays. So, so a Polaroid camera, a Polaroid, a Polaroid camera would take Polaroid. a picture, uh, like all cameras. As soon as the picture <laughs> was taken, it would eject from the bottom of the camera, and within a few minutes, the photo would develop. So the cameras were great for like family trips and friends goofing around and everything. But they, nonsense, they don't need to be what? I'm sorry. I just have, I need to go off a little bit because we're talking about Polaroids. Do you remember taking Polaroids and when they would come out, you would take them and wait, wave them? Yeah, shake them. Shake them. Some people say you don't shake them. Some people say you do. Uh, apparently the company Polaroid came out and said, don't do that. <laughs> everybody not, does. I know everybody does. Was, he was like, they were like, don't do that. It's actually bad for it. Oh, they all came out fine. I uh, hear long-term-wise, they can. It, it does something with the chemicals in it. The other it's thing you can do is write on it with your fingernail, and it'll stay as a yellow writing. Yeah. I remember that. So, uh, so basically, <clears throat> the camera would give you the picture instantly, so you didn't have to get the film developed. But since you don't have to develop the film in a lab, you can kind of easily see how it can be used as for less savory means. I mean, it's the same like any other camera. It's just quicker. Yeah, but before digitals. If you took a picture 
and you sent that into the lab and you murdered somebody on film that everybody would see it. Yes. On a Polaroid. I think <laughs> you say like it could be used for more nefarious things, but I think a lot of people who are taking photos of these things aren't sending it to a place to get it developed. They're probably doing it themselves. I don't know. Usually like when you see uh, murderers, when they open up the box and they have all these pictures, they're almost always Polaroids. True. But it, what like a lot of these kind of and not a lot of people the have the chemicals and know how to develop film with a darkroom. I know what the chemicals are required to develop film. I have no idea how to actually develop them. I know how to do it because I did it in school. Nice. It was fun. Right. So we had to roll like... our own film into the canister mm-hmm. in a, like a dark bag, basically. You put everything in this dark bag, and then you have the film inside a, uh, a container with liquid in it. Mm-hmm. And then you open that up in the bag blind. You can't see what you're doing. And then you spool it up. And once it's spooled up, you cap off the roll, and you can take the roll out. Hmm. So you got to do it all by feel. It's just a bag with two hand holes and like a zipper to put the stuff in first. <laughs> so it was fun. But like it. Now, now not only for killing people as unsavory things. No, I know. You could be taking obscene photos with a lover or something. Not the way about people seeing it. I don't it. know if that's uh, unsavory per se. Well, that's what, yeah. If it's consensual. Okay, anyway, back to the picture. <laughs> no, I want to talk about unsavory things to do with Polaroids. And there, okay, so there was a... I'm going to get a Polaroid and take a picture of my asshole. In the pole, you can do it with a digital camera now. That's true, but it's not as fun. Or, uh... With, with your phone, you can just send it off. You don't need to... Okay, so in the Polaroid, there was an un- unidentified girl and a boy gagged with black duct tape, and it seemed their hands were bound behind their backs. Once she contacted the police, they actually jumped in the action, set up roadblocks, looking for this uh, vehicle she described. The white van. And nothing came of that. Polaroid officials also came out and stated that the photo had to have been taken after May of 1989 because that particular type of Polaroid film wasn't available at the time. Previous. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then on. So the, vo- the photo was uh, taken. It was broadcast on the show Current Affairs in July, and friends of the family immediately contacted them to tell them about the photo because they believed the girl in the photo resembled Tara. Her family looked at the photo and also believed it to be her, not just in resemblance, I'm doing bad today with talking, but the girl in the photo also had a scar on her leg in the same spot Tara did, the same shape, everything. Uh, There's a scar she received in a car accident. And then beside her in the photo was the book V.C. Andrews, My Sweet Audrina, which was said to be one of her favorite books. Right. Bit odd, but understandable. Now, on top of the family identifying her, Scotland Yard examined the photo and stated it was definitely her in the photo. A second analysis was, was done by Los Alamos National Library, but they disagreed and said it wasn't her, and the FBI said they were inconclusive of whether it was or was not her. Yeah. Now, on top of that, there was the boy in the photo. Mm-hmm. A boy by the name of Michael Henley, also of New Mexico, had gone missing in April of 1988. His parents contacted authorities and looked at the photo as well and said they were almost certain it was him in the photo. Now, as for his identification, it's considered highly unlikely that it was him in the photo because, sadly, his remains were discovered in June of 1990 in the Dooney Mountains, about seven miles from his family's campsite where he had gone missing. 
They believe he had died of exposure, possibly from wandering off. But the photo is after, you know, was also taken before his remains were found. Right. Like a year. Yeah. It, it, so it's possible. To, yeah. But it is weird that one, would he abduct, abduct him, keep him for so long, kill him, then go back to where he found them and put him in the forest that he went missing in. Well, that's one way of making a body and kind of getting away with it easier. That's so true. He wandered off. Especially if you put him out there. But he has to be out there for a long time because they couldn't identify his cause of death. So that means uh, they said probably... it looks like exposure, so he had to be not. Something had to. Right. Giving him some hints. But you never know. It's just. So that doesn't really rule out him being. The it doesn't fight. rule it out, but it does make it odd. Not plausible. It's definitely doable, but not yeah. likely. It is a bit weird. It is, but we are going to take a little break. And we will be back momentarily. Alrighty, we're back, and we were actually just talking about how this is going a lot faster than usual. <laughs> I think it's because I'm slightly stressed, so I'm reading faster just, and not making as many jokes. Just reading all through it, and like, ah, deadpan reading. Love yeah. it. Yeah. I'm also super tired. So Are know. you? Yeah, I'm always tired. I was up at like yeah, 5.30 but... this morning. And you're, not, you're not always super Got tired. Got up and did like, wrote this, and then exercised for like an hour. So I'm all drained. Huh. I haven't had breakfast. I had cereal. I actually had breakfast this morning. It's only, it's almost, it's lunchtime. I haven't I had, had breakfast Cinnamon lunch. Toast Crunch. Yeah? Shit's good. After this, I'm going to get a big-ass meal. I don't know of what yet. <laughs> <laughs> of something. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I kind of feel like that, too. I've been on a diet, though, so. Have you? I don't really want to, like. I, we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Beef. I, Beef. beef meat beef. lots of protein i smell like beef the problem is you do gotta work out too when you're doing a lot of protein you gotta use your protein yeah yeah i've actually been thinking about because last few i want to say like three four months i've like had shitty food like i've had like either fast food or microwavable food and occasionally like something okay i started this diet I slightly tweaked it, but, I mean, I've been losing weight like crazy. And I don't have a lot of weight to lose, but I lost like 10 pounds in two weeks. Wow. So it's pretty, because it's, it's almost keto. Almost keto. Yeah. My favorite kind of keto. Because I'm not cutting out everything that you need to for keto. I see. So, And then this morning I did all the exercise, and like I messaged you, and I said, I smell like Post Malone looks. <laughs> I smelled so bad this morning. I smell like Post Malone. Don't worry. Post Malone smells like Post Malone looks. <laughs> yes he does so from what like, i understand but yeah like i got out like i got out of bed and i went straight to writing and then exercising so i didn't you know no deodorant no nothing i'm just stinking up the back room <laughs> it was bad oh, and it was not even bad. just exercising i used beat saber to exercise i know we talked about that yes but my friend got her daughter an oculus uh-huh. for her birthday and i swear to god that kid's trying to kill me <laughs> she challenged me to a song a couple nights ago. She's like, I'm going to challenge you to. Do you know 
Panic at the Disco, The Greatest Show. Oh. The cover from The Greatest Show in the movie. So I'm like, oh, you're on, because that's one of my favorite songs to play. <laughs> Except I play a mix from the movie, because there's more beats in it and stuff. Then she's like, I did it at 8x speed. Good God. I'm like, okay, no problem. It's kind of a slow song. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to do a song I do normally on expert mode, which is normally extremely fast. And it was just, I was fucking, my shoulders were hurting. I was going so fast. And I realized I still had it on 8x speed. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. And then this morning, I just went through all of her uh, high scores and just was knocking them down. Oh, my God. You're bullying a child. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're bullying a child that has done nothing to you except for challenged you and well, beat saber. giving her more of a challenge <clears throat> giving her more of a challenge it's yeah. like fucking kicking a kid in the face and going just fight back yeah get stronger no, stupid she's getting good she is getting good i told her well, you'll get good easily once you get the muscle memory for where to hit for notes and stuff you just don't think anymore you just don't think anymore turn your brain off good it's goal fine. in life oh, okay so Back to the story. I also have to actually have some bonus material at the end of the story. Do you? Because while I was doing research or reading different websites and everything else, I got pissed off about one of them. Why? Do we want... No, we'll talk about so it. I am going to bitch at the end of this and okay. rant. Right. It's bullshit and the guy should be fucking beat up. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so in 2009, <laughs> more photos surfaced. Two letters were sent to the police chief of Port St. Joe... Both postmarked June 10th and August 10th, respectfully, and originating from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque. One photo was printed out on paper. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Sorry. Did I ever tell you? My friend, my friend was like, I need to get my passport. I'm like, for what? I was like, I need, I need, to, there's a tournament in New Mexico, and so I need to get my passport. And I just looked at him like, what the fuck do you need your passport to go to New Mexico? You told me about this. Yeah, did I? Okay. Yeah. It's, motherfucker, it's America. Motherfucker was so, was convinced that New Mexico was in Mexico. I was like, New Mexico is a state. He's like, no, it's not. I was like, yes, it is. New yes, Mexico is a state is. of the United States. He's like, no, it's in Mexico. No. I was like, what? He's <laughs> like, it's like the city in Mexico, right? I was like, that would be no. Mexico city. <laughs> no, that's Mexico City. New yeah. Mexico is a state, it's, my dog. It's totally different. But if you really want to get a passport, show it when you, at, you know, at the toll booth. Go for <laughs> it. Probably going to laugh at you. It's so good. It was the goofiest thing I have ever heard. And he was convinced that New Mexico was not in the United States and that you needed a passport to go there. <laughs> and I had to dissuade him of that. Uh, but he didn't believe me until I Googled it and had to show him that New Mexico is indeed one of the states of the United States. So I got an idea for you. Okay. Do you have plans after this? immediately specifically yes today no because yes. i'm fucking hungry okay so i was gonna go up to lady lake to look at boots and there's a food place like mcdonald's right there oh i was gonna go buy food oh not like, like cook oh okay I, yeah then don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> i take everything back well i know sometimes we go and get mcdonald's yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. so yeah <laughs> just an idea okay so anyway so the photo uh the letters arrived to the police chief. And, you know, there's two photos. So one was a photo printed on paper of a boy similar to the boy in the original photo. Mm -hmm. And over his mouth was a black hand drawn similar to where the duct tape was in the original photo. Right. And the second letter contained the original photo again. I don't, you know, probably a scanner. 
print right. of the original photo Unless because they already multiple. Po- I think it was actually. I think it was said it was a. It just says the original, a, so a print of the original, okay. like a, 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 like a printed it out on a paper, just like the other. Yes, one. if I remember when I read through that, I, I did uh, say that it was a printed photo. I know the first one definitely was. The second one just said an, contained the original image, which is just the image, so it could be printed on paper as well. Yeah. <clears throat> now, on August twelfth, they received a third letter from the same place, also postmarked August tenth. Again, of a boy with black marker drawn over his mouth. This boy, though, was a... They kind of looked at him and kind of confirmed he wasn't the one from the other photos. Right. So that makes it kind of creepier because now he might have a third child. Or it's not him. Not who? Not, not the same the... person? Yeah. Yeah. Like the same kidnapper? Yeah. It could be just a random. Yeah, because he could have went online at one time people, and got the photo and yeah, printed it hoax, out. Yeah, uh, hoax. Was this the 90s? The no, uh, 2009. Was this? Two, yeah. yeah, it was 2009. Then, yeah, internet existed back then. The old days. The olden days. Okay, so... <laughs> um. Now... Over the years, two more Polaroids have surfaced, possibly of Terra. One was found at a construction site in Montecito, California, and showed a blurry image of a girl's face with tape over her mouth and blue-striped fabric behind her in the photo that was similar to the pillow in the original picture. The second one's fucking weird. Yeah, I was reading that one. It was very. Weird. It was confu- I had to reread it a couple times. It's confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you have glasses over? Yeah. <laughs> so the second showed a woman on an Amtrak train with a passenger, and she was bound in gauze, with more gauze over her eyes and black frame glasses on. Now, to me, that's kind of odd because that would stand out in people's minds seeing the Invisible Man. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> sitting there with black frame glasses on. The Invisible Man. You know, he's always yeah. wrapping gauze. <laughs> You're gonna remember this sight, unless they brought her on there, then wrapped her in gauze for a picture, then unwrapped her again. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> I think that probably wasn't her. It sounds more like art someone, students, or like, someone came home from a hot, like getting eye surgery. But she was wrapped in gauze, not specifically just. Her yeah, face. it could have been. Yeah, you think you would have had. Like, clothing over him or right something. it's just weird what well, you're gonna die hold on a second uh we're back someone was at my door but nobody actually knocked so nearly died almost died we were coming in with a gun they looked at the address and like oh shit it's one house over <laughs> <laughs> I actually, have you we, actually read stories like that uh, i got a story like that up <laughs> yeah i've read some of them and it's 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 me God. and my friend kind of were crazy. sitting on the floor back in Mechanicville, New York. We were playing video games. It was late at night. Oh, you told me. 12 or 1 in the morning. And yes. some guy just storms in the door screaming at us looking for his girlfriend. And I was like, dude, wrong apartment. And we hear him stomp all the way up the stairs and storm into someone else's apartment. <laughs> and I went and got a big fucking knife and put it under like the cushion I was sitting on. Just in case he came back, we locked the door and everything. So yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? People be wacky, yo. So, with those two photos, Tara's mother believed that the first photo was her daughter, but not the second. 
The sister wasn't too, she was sure about the first one, she still wasn't sure about the second one. But she said she's looked at so many different photos over the years that... It's hard to tell anymore. Yeah, and then these ones got ruled out. Yeah. So I, it, it is weird, though. That's all about the photos, and that rhymes your D. Oh, my God, you got a whole-ass rant, don't you? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. Half that takes page. up, like, half your fucking paper. It does. Oh, my God. Because it was fucking annoying. It <laughs> pissed me off because it was so fucking stupid. Ooh. So this one's a weird one. It. I don't want to say it's a theory, but it is. Well, yeah, these are the short parts. These are like the follow-ups. Later developments in the Later development, yeah. Um, this one's more of a theory than an actual like thing that we are sure of happened. Because we're, we're not sure whatsoever. In 2008, Rena River, Rivera, a sheriff of Valenacca County. Valenacca. 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 Valencia? Oh. You know, I should know this name because one of my siblings. <laughs> is that what it is? Valencia? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Valenacca. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Usually when the sea's alone, it sounds like that. It's an S. Valencia, yeah. There you go. Uh, I should know this name. Let me, let me get you a Scooby because snack. I have a. I've si- been there. One of my, one of my siblings is named Valencia. <laughs> yeah, you should know that. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I see. Anyways, uh, Rena Rivera, the sheriff of Valencia County, reported that he received information that two teenagers had accidentally hit Calico with a truck, panicked. And subsequently killed her. According to Rivera, the boys who knew Calico drove up behind her in a truck. And some from an accident... Oop. My stomach is going off. Yeah. Followed up behind her in a truck and some form of an accident followed. Calico later died and those responsible covered up the crime. Rivera stated that he knew the names of those involved but that without a body he could not make a make a case he did not release evidence that led him to this conclusion calico's stepfather john dole said that the sheriff should not have made this comments if he was not willing to yeah that, I, I, yeah that, it, that i that's pretty much the end of that one but i completely agree yeah. it was really weird was you're like, gonna come on say they're responsible but not do anything about it in 2008 this is 20 years later he goes i know who killed her but i'm not gonna do shit about but it. i can't I, I i knew back then who did it and how it was done, but I can't find a body, so I didn't make any arrests. But I'm going to bring it up now, 20 years later. Guys, these kids hit her. She's dead. I don't have a body to prove it, and I won't give you the evidence to the, to that gave me this conclusion. Yeah. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. This, why, why did you even come out at this point? Yeah, it's kind of it, pointless. It is extremely pointless. Ugh. I sometimes I hate people. They're so stupid. Oh, you'll hate this guy at the end. I don't know if I read that one. No, the side notes I found. Oh, okay, else. okay, go ahead. Okay, so in October of 2013, a six-person task force was put together to investigate Tara's disappearance, but as of 2017, no arrests have been made. Also, I'm sorry. You done? I'm sorry. I'm trying <laughs> to do it quietly. I need something to drink. I'm trying to do it quietly. Whole cup full of ice. Be very quiet. Yeah, I'm trying to do it quietly. <laughs> yes. Also in October of 2019, the FBI announced they are offering 
I hate when they do this, by the way. Offer rewards? Offering a reward of up to $20,000 for details that will lead to the identification or location of Tara that leads to the arrest and conviction of those responsible. Why didn't you do this back when it was fresh? Because chances of you having to ever give out that money now are slim to none. Probably because maybe it wasn't their case at that point. I don't know. But once I think once Polaroids would have showed up in Florida, now it's cross state lines. The FBI has to get involved, don't they? I don't know for sure. I believe they do once it crosses state lines. Or a marshal. Some federal agent. Okay, so now for my side notes, my rant. Yeah, yeah. You ready, ready for, for this? your rant? Okay, so while reading through info about this case, I stumbled onto a website. Essentially a blog style site. It's called Reddit. That says the photos are not of Tara and Michael and are in fact staged photos done by a deaf family. A deaf. They're deaf because the girl in the photo is wearing a shirt that has pictures of hands doing American Sign Language, which clearly means everybody's deaf. <laughs> what? Couldn't just be a clever shirt. What? Yes. Oh, it gets better. The blog doesn't give any details <clears throat> stating facts or who the family is because. I'm going to paraphrase slightly here, but this is basically what he said. Being deaf, they'd be ashamed of making those, these photos for fun on a family trip. And people would be like, oh, it's those deaf people doing weird stuff again. <laughs> deaf yes, people doing exactly. weird stuff again. So Them deaths Essentially what here. he says is they were on a road trip in, you know, a Toyota cargo van with no windows. <laughs> and he took these photos... Of his kids just joking around, saying stuff like, Man, you kids couldn't sit still unless I hogtied you. So they joked around and pretended to. So here's his facts, okay? Okay. So what he uses for facts, that's not a real kidnapping. First of all, they wouldn't use duct tape on the mouth because that's only in movies and you can just open your mouth to take it off. They're okay. Usually when you're kidnapped, you're threatened with violence, and if someone slaps duct tape on your mouth and they're sitting there staring at you, you're not going to fucking open your mouth. Also, <laughs> duct tape does work to an extent. Yes, but you're not going to sit there and knock it off while they're sitting there taking a picture of you and risk getting stabbed if they threaten you, you know? Yeah. You're going to fucking sit there and do what you're told. Also, <laughs> the... oh my god. This is like one of those self-proclaimed experts on this kind of things. I'm an expert, and I know tape. Also, the kids both have tans, and kidnapping victims are locked inside what? And, and pasty white <laughs> and sickly looking. <laughs> what? It could have been just after they were kidnapped. Not possible. They had Excuse to have been locked in a basement me? with no sun for years to, to be a kidnapping victim. He said this. They're pasty got... and sickly looking, so they're clearly not kidnapping victims. It's staged. Because, you know, there's not a point in a time in kidnapping where you actually abduct them and they I like the look idea. identical that they do two seconds before. I like the idea of as soon as they're abducted, their skin's supposed to go pale. Exactly. Sickly. No, no, that's kidnappings happen where people just appear in your basement and you don't notice, notice for like years and then they're pasty and sickly. So, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, the photo couldn't have possibly whatsoever have been taken right after the kidnapping or, or shortly very shortly after. after. It, like, you don't get it gets pale. Better. It gets better. Like, you would have to be out of the sun for a few weeks before uh, okay. you start to pale up. That's one of the best ones that pissed oh me off. God. It gets better. So he also says the girl's shoulders in the photo are too relaxed to have her hands tied behind her back. Because, of course, 
The only way to tie someone with their hands behind their backs is to yank their arms so tight they're nearly dislocating their arms and tie them so they lose all circulation. Yeah, yeah. That's my little interpret of what mm-hmm. he was saying. They're too relaxed. If you're tying someone's hands behind their back, their arms don't need to be jarred all the way behind them where it's hurting. Once the hands are behind their back and tied, their hands are fucking behind their back. It limits what they can do. It doesn't look like... Secondly, if you are kidnapping someone with the idea of keeping them around, you're not going to tie their arms that tight where the circulation's cut off and risk getting blood clots and dying. Yeah, that's weird. And also... Going with the hands bound not being possible, there's a book beside her and a plastic cup, both of which need her hands to use. Well, first of all, the plastic cup could be the kidnapper bringing in a cup the, of water the to plastic give the two cup, people. I'm looking at the photo. It's under her leg. It's under her leg. It's it's, it's kind of thrown there. There's nothing, like, there's nothing to indicate that she's using it. No, but the book was supposed to be one of her favorite books, but that's still not abnormal in the kidnapping. No, it's not. You lock them away and you put something down there for them to do something. Yeah. Like scream and bang and calms them down or whatever, you know. I don't know the exact also, reason why they do he this. he could have tied them up just so he could take this photo. And he was opening up the door so they wouldn't run away. There was something about the door being open with clearly sunlight hitting them. Yes, because it was taken in a fucking van with the door open. <laughs> Good job. There's clearly sunlight. Yes, it's a van. You can see it's a van. So, therefore, she's definitely not tied. Okay. And I said, this sounds very plausible to the dipshit who wrote this. Find a better hobby to write about because everything you said is fucking ridiculous and obviously seeking attention at the possible fate of two kids. So, yes, that pissed Uh, me the fuck off because the guy's retarded. What about the scar, then? Did he address the scar? Well, I mean, even the cup. Um, The cup's a weird one. (laughs) If he's keeping them alive, he's going to be bringing them water. Right? Yeah. Come in with a cup of water, pull the tape aside, give them each a drink, and just fucking throw the cup on the floor. The cup is a weird one. Uh, oh. My God. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I read the page. I'm like, this is fucking pissing me off. This guy's a moron. It was a... Could you comment? Was there anyone I adding to it? Bother. Ugh, I'm kind of curious how long ago this was and what... <laughs> what made him think, ah, I know I'll do. The FBI couldn't solve this, but me... I can. Yeah. All right. That's a... Fuck. Yep. That's the whole story. Idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so see now. I see now why you wanted to write this rant. Yes. It's a good rant. That guy should be in the FBI. Apparently. I mean, he's like supreme genius number one. Super sleuth. (laughs) Super sleuth. You know, we always go on family vacations in a windowless cargo van. Yeah, that is weird too. Yeah. A windowless cargo van. Yeah, and they're deaf, so you know them deaf people just they're up just to weird like weird that. stuff. Do weird stuff. Take weird photos. They're like, ah, it'd be funny if we took a photo of our kids with their hands tied behind their back and their mouths taped shut. Yes. yes, I like how. Also, how do you know that the photo was the picture where her shirt has sign language on it? Yeah, look closely. It looks like hands on your shirt. Kind of looks like American Sign Language. Which clearly means you're deaf. Right. You can't <clears throat> wear American you Sign Language. You can't learn sign language unless you're deaf. Yeah, everybody it's knows. part of the rules. Only deaf people can talk to other deaf people. Yep. They're not allowed to speak to us. Nope. Segregation. Exactly. 
Anyway, that's that's today's story. Vacation and a rant. Oh my god, that was ridiculous to read. God. Jesus Christ! If you want to get in contact with us or follow our social medias, our emails arcanum at sorry. Wow, I fucked that one up. I haven't fucked that one up in a while. Our emails arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Our Twitter's at arcanumobscura, and our Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. Yeah, feel free to write in about anything. If you're the guy who wrote that webpage, you can yell at us, and I'll just yell back at you because you're a moron. Yeah. I hope you do. I hope he does write in. That would be cool. I would like to actually get him to write in just so I can like question all his dumb logic. Yeah, yeah. All of it. Like, every little fucking piece of it was just ridiculous. Like Clearly, like, duct tape will never work, and they're clearly not tied because her it's, arms aren't... It's movie. Her arms aren't losing circulation. She looks comfortable. <laughs> All you gotta do is tie someone's hands behind their back, and you've limited what they can do. You don't yes. need to fucking break their arms doing it. No. That's so dumb. And then look when police restrain people. Yeah. They handcuff you. They don't fucking lock your arms at awkward angles and make it painful. I think this guy needs to be tied down and handcuffed, and so you can see how you can properly do it. it. Yeah. Anyways, if you like our podcast, if you enjoy listening, please uh, follow, leave a like. We were a little off today. Uh, bitch. Usually, we're joking way more. You got a mouse in your pocket? What's this? We shit. Oh, shut up. You joke you... just as little as I did this time. Yeah. Although cause... usually I'm the predominant asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Please share us with your friends, your family, your dogs. Your kids, babies especially. Especially pregnant, babies. Put the headphones on your stomach and utero. Let them learn all that shit ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Learn about Better than playing classical music. Absolutely. Beethoven who? Yes. Have a great day. Bye.